Hello, and welcome to Coffee with Jesus. I am your host, Todd Ubley. In this episode, I have a special co-host, Ms. Yilda Rivera. Some of you may remember her from episode 10 of the first season, Courage Under Fire. You may also recognize her name as the author of many of the descriptions for the episodes for both season 1 and season 2. Yilda has been a great boon to the podcast and to Coffee with Jesus overall. It's a very special treat to have her as a co-host in this episode. We're going to be discussing the gift of Christmas. But before we get to that, I have a very special request to make of you all, the listeners. Coffee with Jesus was started to bring hope and comfort to others, to encourage the body of Christ. And while that remains the mission for season two, you may have noticed that some of the episodes have been a little different. I would like to solicit your feedback. I would like to invite you all to tell me what do you think? What do you think of the format? What do you think of the episodes? What do you think of the topics? What do you think of the guests? So please reach out to me. You can send me a message directly on my Facebook page, Coffee with Jesus. Please reach out and share your feedback and let me know what you think. Also, what kind of topics would you like to hear? What kind of questions do you have that you would like to see answered? Again, please reach out to me and let me know. You can go to my Facebook page, Coffee with Jesus, and you can send me a message directly from that page. So please reach out, let me know what kind of feedback you have, and what kind of things you would like to see going forward. Now, that being said, we can get on with the show. Yilda, thank you very much for joining me as a co-host. It is always good to see you, and it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Yeah, my pleasure. Why don't we go ahead and start with you telling us what you think about God's gift, the gift of Christmas. Okay, cool, cool. You know, that I would like, it, that I would like to talk about uh, Christmas is the sense of Christmas being a gift on the as we look to John 3.16. And the reason is, you know, that now that the Christmas season is coming, my husband and I always try not to center this season in just buying gifts or about Santa. I mean, tradition is fun and all, but uh, we always try to keep the first thing as the first thing. And Christmas, you know, to me, is not just about gifts, but about what we remember. But here's the thing. When you look deeper at the origin of Christmas, and the reason why we celebrate Christmas, you know, it boils down again to a huge gift. So I've been studying uh, devotional on the Bible app. Uh, I started with it like a month ago. And it's about sharing the gospel. So nothing about Christmas, right? Just sharing the gospel. But as I was reading through it, it opened with the definition of what the gospel is. And it centers in, into this uh, verse, you know, John 3.16. Many of us are familiar with that verse. Let me, let me read it. Um, it starts with, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but had eternal life. So somehow, 
this devotional took me deeper into this verse. And as I was meditating over it, I couldn't help but relate it to Christmas. And I realized that what takes place in that verse is not only about an amazing gift, but also about the urgency to share that gift. The gift implied in that verse, I will get into that further, uh, encompasses you know, our past, our present, and our future. And I'm not talking about our future in the sense of a timeline, but just about our, you know, a sense of vision, mission, and purpose. So let me explain. So first, uh, it starts, you know, with two words, for God. And the gospel begins with God, you know, the creation, the creator's intentional involvement in our world, you know, it begins with the greatest authority. And then we must ask for God what? Then the two words that follows are so loved. You know, those two words speaks about God's uh, motivation, you know, his love. So as recap, you know, that verse opening for God so loved talks about the greatest authority and his intentional involvement and motivation, right? And then we must ask again, for God so love what? And here, you know, then he follows the world. So who's the world? You know, you and I, we all are the object and the recipients of God's love. When I'm looking at this whole thing, you know, in those first few words, I get really excited about when I look at the word so in that verse. So love the world. And it's talking about one of a kind love, you know, a love of great intensity. That's so, you know, it's, 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 it's like when I tell you I love chocolate, it's not the same thing as I so love chocolate. <laughs> you know, it, <laughs> the intensity with that so, it's greater. You kind of expect something right after for me to show you how so, how I so love chocolate, right? And that's precisely what comes next in the verse. Uh, it shows how that intensity of God's love looks like, you know, that he gave his only begotten son. So God expressed his in, this intense love by giving. And he was giving us his one and only son to dwell with us, to step into our reality, you know, into in our own likeness. And we didn't ask for this gift. We didn't know why we needed this gift. And I mean, we now know that part of the song's, you know, Jesus' mission was to take all our sin and nail it to the cross. Uh, but why, you know? Before we get to the why, let's recap of, on the verse, what this verse is talking about, a gift, right? And with any gift, there's an implication. And here's the implication of this gift in this verse, uh, John 3, 16, that whoever's believing him, so like any gift, the implication is that whoever is presented with a gift needs to respond to that gift. And what is the response here, you know, to believe in the son, Jesus? So going back to the why, here is the magnitude of this gift so that everyone who responds to this gift, you know, by believing in the son, and here's what's next on that verse should not perish but have everlasting life so once we respond to that gift and believe we receive a great blessing you know the first part is being forgiven and absolved from the wage you know of sin 
which is death and coming to everlasting life, you know, into an everlasting relationship with God through Jesus. The whole display that I'm seeing in that verse, uh, as I was going through this devotional is, you know, we can only receive that reconciliation and enter into that peace if we believe, uh, you know, I respond by believing in who he is and what he did. By responding to this gift, the father, you know, God reconciles us with himself, um, bring us into peace with him and in, into a personal relationship, you know, with him through Jesus. And, and when we respond to this gift, we're no longer walking this life ourselves. You know, we, we are encouraged, you know, every day to just follow his lead and, and, and this idea that he's always, you know, walking with us. And if we need, he will embrace us and take us by the hand and, you know, um, lift, lift us up. So more than just seeing Christmas as a season to celebrate, you know, fun tradition, you know, I thought about sharing uh, with you and, and, you know, to remember how Jesus came into this world to dwell with us. And I'm not talking about baby Jesus, you know, <laughs> uh, Jesus is no longer a baby, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but just focus, you know, on this display of how God so loved us and how he still loves us. And a love so intense and so powerful that it's life-changing just to understand that huge gift behind it all, which is, you know, displayed in, in that John 3.16. And I, powerful and life-changing because the gospel you know, is the power of God that brings salvation to everyone who lives. And according to Romans 1.18, you know, we have that power when we accept that gift. And here's the purpose, the mission and vision thing. Uh, we're given the opportunity to share this gift, that power of God, you know, that brings salvations and hope to everyone who wants to accept that gift. So we're not giving out, out of a gift and we're losing something. On the contrary, you know, it, it's like, everlasting gift it never runs out so we we're, we're called to give you know to continue sharing and why christmas because you know christmas is a perfect season to to share love to share now that everyone is in that spirit you know it it, it would be amazing how, that we how we left that gift of the gospel uh to embrace us to to encourage us um with love, with joy, you know, with that peace that only comes from, from, from Father, from receiving this gift. And to remember God so loved you, you know, that uh, he gave us his son so that uh, we can know him and the magnitude of this love, you know, that he keeps uh, getting more and more and more meaning as we continue walking. And if you already have received this gift, you know, for the boldness to share that gospel that has the power to save and transform others' lives. I just have one, uh, I always ask myself, and that's why I get to this uh, devotional about sharing the gospel and how, how do we share it? Well, uh, you know, we look at Jesus, he approached people we love, you know, he allowed himself to be approachable and, and we can start by just sharing our story. Uh, by serving others this Christmas season you know it would be a great idea you know just to 
write an encouraging word to someone. And I'm not talking about Christmas cards or anything like that. I mean, you know, about it would be a good challenge just to think about something distant or someone who know who we know that needs uh, some words of encouragement and just write a note of hope and an encouraging note. Yeah, and I love how you focus on, you know, the world, because that's really what it's about. Jesus came here for the world, for everybody, for you, me, for everyone that has ever lived or is going to live. That's who Jesus came here for. And the Bible tells us that God desires for every single person to be saved. And that's why he had sent Jesus. One of the things that I learned recently is there are actually secular historians who have recorded parts of Jesus's life. So there can be no doubt that Jesus was here on earth. There was a Jewish historian in the first century by the name of Josephus. Mm-hmm. And he, he wrote, he focused on Jewish history. And of course, Jesus was involved in Jewish history. And he wrote about Jesus. Um, there was another historian, and I didn't know this until actually very recently. But there was a Roman historian named Tacitus, who is very widely regarded both by his contemporaries and by modern scholars. So there are actually two things that back up what the Bible says about Jesus. There are, there are two historical facts that can't be disputed now, even by, by the, the strictest naysayer, and that's Jesus' baptism and his crucifixion. And to me, that's just amazing that two of the iconic parts of Jesus' ministry are verified by historians who were not Christians, who had nothing to do with Christianity or, or any Christians. They were just outsiders recording history, recording what happened. That, to me, is really amazing that these historians who have no interest, and actually their interests were probably counter to Christianity in their day, but they still recorded Jesus' baptism and his crucifixion. And, I mean, Jesus' crucifixion was his whole purpose for coming. And I know on, on Christmas we focus on his birth, but that's why he was born. He was born yeah. to mm-hmm. be crucified. He was born so that every single person could be saved, so that every single person could be with God. Because that is God's ultimate desire. He wants every single person to be with him. And that is why he had sent Jesus. And it, it kind of cracks me up a little bit. Every year around Christmas time, people tend to get wrapped around the axle about, well, what did Jesus look like? What race was he? And it, and it just, it boggles my mind. And I, I don't mean this to sound harsh. It, it might, but I mean, if you're getting wrapped around the axle about what Jesus looked like or what his race was, I think you're missing the point of who he is and why he came. Yeah. You know, Jesus came to die on that cross. Jesus came for that crucifixion that isn't just recorded in the gospel, but is also recorded by more than one secular historian. To me, that's the really important thing right there is Jesus was a man. He walked the earth and he, he was crucified. He was crucified for us so that each one of us could have that relationship with God. And that really, I think, is what Christmas is about. That's why the gospel and the Christmas season go so well together. Jesus was, was born so that he could be crucified on that cross. Yeah, and I love what you said, uh, Robbie, the concept of Emmanuel, which means God with us. You know, that uh, many, uh, many people think of, okay, God with us, he walked with us on this earth. 
and then left. But the thing is that God is still with us, you know, through the Holy Spirit. So it's it's uh, this concept of Emmanuel is still true because it's through us that he, you know, he's using the, the, every one of us to share his presence. And the, the fact also that uh, not also uh, the gospel, you know, witness about Jesus, you know, it's like you said, you know, other uh, secular authors uh, from the first century mentioned him, you know, the, the, so we really have an objective faith and rooted on that objective love, you know, who are us. Yeah, and, and, and I love how you say God is with us because he is, Jesus still is. Yes, he died in that cross, but then he was resurrected. And that and it's through his death and his resurrection that we can now have that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's important just to say that, yeah, Jesus is. Uh, Jesus was, even though he did walk the earth, he's no longer on the earth, he still is. And it is now through him that we can have that relationship with God. And again, I think, just, just going back to the, to the gospel and going back to Christmas, it's about God's love for us and God wanting to have that relationship with us. And that is why Jesus came. That is why Jesus is. That is why Jesus died on the cross and then was resurrected. It was so that we can have that relationship with God. An amazing gift. You know, that uh, as Christians, we cannot only be... Uh, comfortable with the gift that we have been given, but also that uh, urgency, at least that I somehow felt, you know, by reading this, that uh, to share this truth, you know, with others. I felt that urgency, you know, to share that message of hope uh, with others that may be on church or, you know, with others that for some reason have, are no longer involved in the church. I once read that we are the only gospel that someone may ever hear. Yep, I was actually just thinking that. But uh, just to have the urgency and, and the love for others, you know, to see others with the eyes, through the eyes of God, to share this love, you know, to share this gift that, uh, hey, there's hope, hey, there's uh you don't no longer need to be yeah, engulfed by your fears or by uh, hopelessness or by circumstances. You know, uh, uh, there's something bigger and better. You know, you're loved, and that's what the world needs to hear. You know, from us. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's kind of funny you had mentioned something to me a while back that sometimes God changes our direction. Yeah. And when when I was recording the episode, Are We in the End Times? I was actually trying to make it a little more scholarly. I was going to really try to do more of a deep dive into it. But as I was talking, I just felt a pull to talk about the hope we have in Christ and to invite other people into that hope. That's the only way I can really explain it is I just felt this pull to, to talk about that and to mention that and to invite people to just reach out to me if they wanted to about knowing more about you know, establishing that relationship with God. And I think there is, I think that God is moving among a lot of people to try to reach out to their friends and their family, to try to bring as many people into the kingdom as we can, because that's God's ultimate goal, is to bring as many people who will respond into his family. 
I appreciate you doing this on the, the Friday after Thanksgiving. It was very good to see you. It was kind of to have a conversation, you know, and, uh, and I loved it. Yeah, my pleasure, you know. But no, seriously, I, I really appreciate all of your help, Yoda. I really, really appreciate it. Thanks. I would like to close the show by thanking Ms. Rivera for coming on. It is always a pleasure. And I'd also like to extend an offer to you all. If you would like to know more about the gift that we have been given, please go to my Facebook page, Coffee with Jesus, and send me a message. Reach out, and I will be happy to talk to you. And finally, as I mentioned in the very beginning of the episode, if you have any feedback on past episodes, or if you have any questions on future episodes, again, reach out to me, ask your questions, and I may include your question as the topic of a future episode. As always, thank you for listening, and thank you for watching. God bless.